If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only, you know her name. It's Sarah Frazier. David Yontif. Oh my God. Love, love, love you, doll. You're back in LA, right? I'm back in LA. I'm chilling. I'm at the Dream Hotel. So all, you know, the listeners that want to stalk me, come in, come into the lobby and find me. Just kidding. JK, no one's looking for me. Nobody cares. Um, the apartment's not ready here, dear, until April 1st. So we are in a hotel, the Dream Hotel in Hollywood, babes. Wait, wait, wait. But you're going back to New York City like after this, right? You're here for kind of a little covert operation, potentially. Um, we may be seeing David on the big screen very soon. I'm just guessing. Covert operation. You are freezing. I don't know. Um, And I am going back to New York in like four fucking days at this point. So here I am. And we love talking to you, but you have frozen. Yes, you have frozen already. Internet. Hold I think on. it's I think it's your internet, believe it or not. I Damn it. But let's, I think if, I don't know, we just were chatting before and nothing happened, but let's, you told me you froze on TV this morning. Let's try to get through it because what I want to talk about now, I have to address some things. There's two things I would like to, so we have some housekeeping quickly before we get into Teresa and Jacqueline quickly. Two housekeeping rules. First of all, which has only been mentioned really on Patreon, is um, our second live show, Behind the Velvet Rope with Kim D. Just put that out there. April 18th at City Winery. Tickets are on sale. We have already sold almost the same amount of tickets as our first one already. And like, it's somehow it's, you know what it is? Because Sarah's making it. I think it's because, I mean, the first one did great. I think it's because it's during the RHONJ season. And we take questions. I mean, you when it's a Q&A, you can stand up and ask me or Kim any question. Someone DM me, will you talk about why you broke up with Jennifer Aiden? I mean, I've talked about it on page. Sure, whatever. There's no question off limits. It's me and Kim. So I think that's why. But April 18th at City Winery, tickets are $25. There's a meet and greet upcharge of $40 prior, which is where you really, we can go deep during that Um, because that's not going to be recorded. And then that's it. So buy tickets. Someone else keeps DMing me um, two people and saying, why don't you talk about RHONJ on the main show? I talk about RHONJ ad nauseum with Kim D on Patreon on Saturdays. More people than ever have signed up just because of this during the show and so thank you for everyone new who has signed up it's not that i David, that's about- huge that's huge it's this is going to be really big and i agree with you i think during the season you know this season is I, I can't even keep up with the back and forth about teresa and melissa and teresa and also i don't really know why we're going back like over a decade like does anyone care if teresa knew that melissa and joe were going to be on the show or not i guess we can do it that was like trending 
But people are I very don't. interested. You and Kim D are amazing together. Kim has so much insider info and this live show is going to be popping. I'm not I'm not surprised. People need to get their tickets. It's going to be sold out very very quick. And by the way, I to my touring manager have asked about LA and he doesn't really have a context here, but I have suggested that I would do a show with you here. It would be great. We would sell tickets, we would split the profits, we would go. I would buy a Louis, you would get it, you know, a drink, an extra drink at the bar. I don't know what we would do, but we would do one to all for all the West Coast people, but he doesn't really have a lot of uh contacts here. Don't freeze on me, girl. Oh my God, was I freezing? Okay. No, okay. but you were reading something. So I thought you were frozen. I'm, David, today is like the word Monday it's, off to a crisis. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. Like, no, uh, I'm having crises issues myself. With the Sarah Fraser show going on. I, I'm fielding texts. I apologize. I'm back. It's okay. We need to definitely, once you're here in April, we will do. We got to like walk in somewhere or just do it ourselves. My booking manager does not have any LA contacts, but you and me doing a live show here, I think people would come, you know? Honey, I'll tell you what, if I've learned anything from you, it's do it yourself. You got to build yourself. You got to build your own team. And then you have to tell the team, okay, team, today we are making David Yontif and Sarah Fraser famous. Um, Do you know how to do that? Okay, here is step one, step two, step three. Get your ass out. Tell everybody that you got to see these two bitches live. That's like what we need to assign to do. Listen, I am from the Kim Kardashian school of, and I just said this on a recent show that all the haters can hate me. Get up and fucking work. I That's the smartest thing Kim has ever said. And Miss Kardashian has said lots of smart things. I know y'all hate her, but I don't. Um, I don't think anyone cares. And I'll be honest with you about RHONG. I did a temperature check on my Instagram with Kim. I'm like, we did a posting like, are you, did you enjoy the first few episodes? Most people are like, look, it's not bad. Most people are like, I'm bored. People are bored of Melissa and Teresa. Jacqueline and Teresa getting together was interesting to people. And that is a true Patreon exclusive because Kim spoke to Jacqueline. I mean, I called Kim and I'm like, girl, earn your fucking keep. Pick up the phone. You're great friends with Dolores Catania. You're great friends. With, she's very good friends with Jacqueline. I'm like, pick up the phone, dial the number and speak to your good friend, Jacqueline Lorita. And I need to know all about this. Like, how did this happen? Like who called who? Like I need. So Kim is like, oh, I was on the phone with her for two hours. I'm like, good, good girl. You've, or you've earned your keep. So that is going to be discussed. I'm like, I've discussed it ad nauseum on Patreon. I can't do it again here. But Kim nope. found out, right? Yeah. But I think it's, look, this is what I can say here for okay. everyone who thinks that Jacqueline is coming back. They're like, Jacqueline mentioned moving to the East Coast. I'm like, okay, well, that's not untrue. I mean, Kim really went in. Kim spoke to her for like three hours. Um, but Jacqueline's not coming back to RHONJ. She's not. So uh, thank you all for thinking that. I'm just being like honest. I'm not, I'm not angry today. I'm in like a non-angry mood. I'm not going to start yelling. It's not happening. It's just a lunch doesn't mean anything, you know? That's all. What is your take? And I know, again, you guys, people need to go to your Patreon, but what is your real quick take on this? Like, do you care that Carlos King, I love Carlos King. We know this. Um, But do you care that there's a discussion about Teresa? It seems like there's a campaign to that Teresa really is the sweetheart and Melissa and Joe Gorga are awful. And maybe that's true. I, I just, I don't feel that way about either party. But what do you think this is like about Teresa 
not knowing that Joe and Melissa were going to join the show, which I kind of call BS on and I'll tell you why. But do you care? It was over a decade ago. Do you care? Not only do I not care, I don't even care about everyone was like, because I didn't talk about this on Patreon. It's like we did a little bit, but like, I don't even care about the damn tax. I don't even care about like this and that. I don't even care about current stuff. Like who cares about these tax? Like Melissa has posted on social media text messages, essentially saying that it was it was it was it in regards to the wedding or a party or something where after the wedding, like when they last talked and Teresa's party, which was on the first episode of like, you know, who tried to reconcile. And I I mean, and like, listen, I think the bottom line is people are sick of this Teresa Melissa thing. That's the consensus from my Instagram post. I am. And no, I don't think Teresa, I, I still think, you know, I blame you. I just spoke to Miss Catherine Edwards the other day. Kim, oh. you, Kim and Catherine, the three of you together knocked me off my game and I stopped chose to change my mind about Lisa Rinna leaving and I knew she was going to be fired or whatever, however you want to say it. And then the three of you changed my mind and there, I am not changing my mind about Melissa leaving. She could stay. I am happy to be proven wrong. It's not about me being right. I would rather be blatantly wrong and stick to my guns this time than change my opinion and have her leave. I'm convinced Melissa's leaving. I think it's, I don't think anyone cares anymore about this. It's over. It is over. I don't want to, people are like, but Andy loves Joe Gorga. Guess what? Andy loves, now he doesn't love everyone. He doesn't love Potomac. He likes Giselle. He loves Countess Luann. <laughs> Countess Luann was fired. He loves Sonia Morgan. Sonia Morgan was fired. He loves Ramona Singer. Ramona was fired. He loves Lisa Rinna. She's fired. I mean, just because Andy loves you doesn't mean you're getting your job. So, you know, the fact that he loves Joe Gorga, which I don't even know if that's the case anymore. Andy loves his $50 million a year in Andy. So that's not going to save their job. It's time. I really think they're going to lose their jobs. I do. And no, I don't care about all this other stuff that you mentioned. No, not at all. And Jacqueline is not coming back. And I love Carlos dearly. Um, Yeah, I guess he solved that story. And no, to answer your question also, I don't think it's like, Teresa's so innocent. I mean, I don't really have a team, to be honest with you, as in person, I have issues with Teresa and Melissa. Um, but I do think that, you know, um, I think it's time for Melissa to go. And I think people are, I think she is the Lisa Rinna of New Jersey. People are over Miss Gorga. They're over it. I just think it's the lies, you know, the lies after year after year, people are are done with it. What do you have to say to all that? All right. I, I guess I've never gotten that invested. I, I like Melissa and Joe. I liked their dynamic. I did not realize that how fractured it really was, that they really haven't all been close. So I'm tend to leaning towards that you're probably right, that they are exiting the show. Um, because what, what purpose would they have to stay on Especially, I think now you're seeing Teresa and Louie and Louie's kids are probably going to be featured and Teresa's kids. I could see it. I could see that ending. And listen, Kim says, and nothing, listen, they they know what they're doing in the editing. Kim D, I give her credit. See, I'm revealing some Patreon stuff. And I really think this is going to happen. You know, I don't know if you watched it, but like that scene with Louie and his sisters and the mother, we learned his mother's a psychiatrist. 
Teresa, nice. she's not leaving RHO and J, but Kim said this, and I, I agree. I think 99% Teresa is getting a spinoff. It's going to be her and Louis, his sisters, the mother, his cute son. We know he's over 18, guys, so it's okay that I say that. Um, Gia, Melania, Audrey, yeah, they're away at college. Oh, please. They'll film it for two weeks. Summer. Yeah. Over the summer. I, look, she's not leaving RHO and J. She's going to get in the role. Everyone's going to get paid. They're not going to get as paid. It's going to be like, don't be tardy. And it's going to be, look, could that last for one season? Sure. It could be a huge flop. Mark my words. And we give credit to Kim on the Patreon. Teresa's that scene. I'm like, because Kim called me, right? She's like, see, and I'm like, you're right, girl. They're setting. They're introducing you. Teresa's going to get like a don't be tardy spin up. I don't know what it's going to be called. We'll have to think of a name. Namaste, namaste, Trey. I don't know. Namaste, <laughs> I like that. Namaste. Namaste, <laughs> namaste, Trey plus eight. Like how many people are? I don't know. Like something like that. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. You guys know I split my time between New York and LA now because I talk about it as nauseam. And what do they say about moving? It's like one of the most stressful things in the world. Well, it is, but you know what? My move part-time to LA was so chill. Why? Because of innovative extracts. They have a full line of CBD and THC products. And if you think I went through this move without them, <laughs> no, I never would have made it. Their products help with anxiety, mood improvement, inflammation, pain, improve sleep. And I love that they come in so many formats. I personally am very partial to gummies, but they also have creams, vapes, and they even have these cool drops that you put under their tongue and they really work. Full line of Delta 8, 9, and 10 THC products. They don't require a medical card and they're available to ship in most states. Listen, you have to visit their website, www.ie-cbd.com to get 40% off today by using code VELVET, which is insane because who gives 40% off? That's ie-cbd.com. Use promo code VELVET it and you get 40% off at checkout and you can start chilling out, working better, having a better clear of mind to a day, people. So many of you slipped into my DMs the last time I talked about our family cat, Loka. You guys were shocked that I had a cat and I mean, listen, I'm not a horrible monster. I do have feelings and just like me, our family cat, Loka, only the best for her, just like her daddy. And that's why the only food that I feed Loka is smalls. Now, the main thing I love about smalls is it's not disgusting and it doesn't stink. Yes, most cat food smells. I'm sorry, it's gross. Small's cat food is protein pack recipes made with preservative-free ingredients 
that basically you find in your fridge. It looks like actual human food. Like you can see the pieces of protein, and the pieces of veggie. They have bird, other bird, which is turkey, fish. Locust favorite is other bird. It's like human food for cats. Why should you be the only one that's eating well in your family, right? I sleep better at night because after making the switch to smalls, 78% of cat owners reported their cats had shinier and softer fur and 90% reported overall health improvements. Higher quality ingredients means a healthier and happier life for your kitty. So head over to smalls.com slash velvet and use promo code velvet at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find anywhere, but you have to use my code velvet for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code velvet for 50% off your first order plus free shipping at smalls.com. Do you think, I don't know. I mean, Louis' family comes off and of course you and Kim know this better, but Louis' family comes off as very grounded in like in therapy. And I don't know. I feel like Teresa, is she going to jeopardize that? Cause I just don't see that family, the the mother, the sisters participating in the way that like Jennifer Aiden participates in RHONJ, you know, or, or, um, you know, Dolores. It's, so to me, is Teresa going to jeopardize what seems to be this magical relationship with a family that's completely the opposite of Juicy Joe's family and her parent dynamic? I mean, look, I think if everyone signs on the dotted line and there's money for the kids and his son and, you know, and they'll spin it to her of like, you know, this is an RHONJ, so there's not going to be drama. Like, was there really drama on Don't Be Tardy? I mean, you know, we had staged drama, which is also why I think these shows don't really work ever as good as Housewives. But I think it'll be light. I don't think there's going to be drama with the sisters. or I think it's going to be about this blended family. And just because, like, think about Don't Be Tardy. They had, like, these, it was, like, almost like the Chrisleys, like, lightly scripted, right? Oh, very it'll be like It'll be like that. Don't be tardy. I mean, had at the time Kim was trying to pursue a music career. Then you had like the chef, you know, the assistant for a while on Don't Be Tardy. <laughs> but it was very comedic because it kind of came off as Kim Zolciak being a little bit of that dumb blonde. So I don't know what they're going to get out of Teresa and Louis' love story. Maybe what's what's the angle going to be? And I don't think it's going to be fighting with Louis' family. I don't think she's going to want to jeopardize that. She's done that for over a decade with Melissa and Joe. No, I agree. But everything Teresa does, like she did a post. And same with Melissa is to, is to the other one. So like Teresa did a post like, oh, my God, I'm so happy to have like my, my you know, finally a sister. I think Teresa would take the show. She would do it for the money, but also to be like a huge like fuck you to melissa like look when Teresa says things like this is my show i mean i'm not i'm not a tree hugger but it's it's her show it is um speaking of kim zolciak do we oh. care that her house is in foreclosure again Ooh, don't be tardy on those mortgage payments uh i care i care because i don't know what the truth is again you know jason aldean the country singer had reportedly bought Kim Zolciak, Bierman, and Croy's home in the past 30 days. For himself or for them? No, for himself, supposedly. Okay. Private sale. <laughs> I guess it well, was a stupid question, but go on. Then, you know, then she, Kim came out and said that wasn't true. I'm seeing on blogs, and Kim blames the blog. She says, oh, the bloggers are all full of shit. 
I'm seeing in multiple places, including TMZ, that they are going to foreclose and the house is going to auction in March of 2023 in another month. It is, but I don't know what the truth is. She's completely denied this. Brielle was in the LAX airport this past weekend. I think Pavarazzi were asking her nothing. She didn't say anything. So I don't know what is true here. Do you? Do you know? Can you decipher the truth? I don't know. I just think, listen, I mean, no one is saying that, you know, I foreclosed on my house or you foreclosed on your house. Like, I think where there's some smoke, there's some, I mean, we're not just going to make something up out of nowhere that is easily provable. This isn't like, did you cheat? Did you not cheat? Did you, I mean, there's a, there's a public record of these things. And if the train is moving, the train is coming. So uh, look, I think that Kim to go on and say, this isn't true, right? She did that Instagram like months ago, like I'm not losing my house and fuck all of you. Be careful, girl, what you say, because those are really strong things to say something's not happening. What is? I mean, it doesn't, I mean, I would tend to think this is true. Where is this coming from? I mean, these are public records. Right. Why would everyone be saying this if it wasn't even remotely true? And when once it, house, right? Well, when your house goes into foreclosure, though, uh, don't they have to be moving out? I mean- I guess my thing is, has anyone down in Atlanta seen moving trucks at their home? You know, their home is massive on a golf course. They originally paid $800,000 for the home. It's now supposedly valued at over $2 million because of all the upgrades and improvements they made and generally the increase in market. Um, but, but when it's, it's, sold at foreclosure, you get like the Girardi house went for six nine. Oh, yeah. And they had originally yeah, listed that at thirteen. I mean, has anyone seen any movement around there? I would think that if they were being foreclosed and the house is going to auction in a month, you know, a week before they're coming to lock your, you know, they're coming to change the locks on your house. So has anyone seen any movement? And why isn't that like on Reddit on a public blog, if it's true? Sorry, book me a flight to Atlanta for next week, please. Ah. Thank you. I mean, is this just another housewife that, you know, can't accept what's going on. I mean, we had Jen Shaw and she's free Jen Shaw and she's having, you know, five, $10,000 dinners at Valbella in New York. I mean, is Kim just in denial that this is your reality? Live it, live it, live it. You know, everyone thinks I'm such a snob when I mentioned like, you know, I, I have three homes. Guess what? If I couldn't afford it, I would say I live in a one bedroom or I live in a studio in a bad part of town. And my name is David. I, this is my life. Love it. Or just live your truth. Like it's, it's okay it's okay. I mean, I don't know how you got into this situation. I don't understand how people get into situations of buying something they can't afford. Even if you are on TV and a paycheck is coming in, I don't know how you count on that. I don't know how that's your your it's thing to, to sleep at night. But for who? I think she, because I think they feel, and you see this with all the housewives now, you see it constantly. I think they feel like they have to present that they live this glamorous life like their makeup lines are so successful well that you're not on tv anymore so who are you doing this for I, th- I told this story with someone else but like i'll tell it for two seconds here in la my apartment's getting ready do 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 it's going to be a studio it's going to be like a hotel room in a nice building with a pool and a gym and it's like five-star building but it's going to be a studio someone in the bravo world said to me like oh what, are you getting a one-bedroom or a two-bedroom like i'm getting a studio and they're like what I'm like, well, I mean, it's my third home. And they're like, everyone's going to think you lost all your money. 
or everyone's okay. going to think you're that's what I said. They're going to think your show is going. I'm like, uh, okay, please think I'm not what? Why? I'm not this apartment isn't to show off to the world. This isn't like to prove my dick size. How are you going to yeah. have people over? First of all, we're not, there's many common rooms and a pool if I want, no one's coming over. I don't like having people over. I'm like, whatever. I'm like a misanthrope who likes to just be alone when I'm home. So, but like that comment, it was so serious. It was so nice. real. And I'm like, this comment is the actual problem. And I don't need to out who said this, but it is someone from the Bravo world who was literally dead serious of like, everyone's going to think you're like broke. And I'm like, I don't, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. So like, do you want, I mean, but that just comment was like the problem with every, all of this, right? It's the same with me. When I first moved to Los Angeles a year ago, I mean, my husband and I, I always live below my means. Like I just do because I love having money in the bank. If God forbid. It's anything, freedom, babe. It's freedom. And I did like a little quick tour on my social media of my little two bedroom apartment. It's a, it's probably a 1960s building, 1970s building. And I did, I had messages from people that were like, wow, I thought you'd live in a nicer place by now. (laughs) I'm like, thanks. I'm like, okay, well, I don't really care. I mean, this is like, I don't want to pay. I do not want to give somebody 4,500 to $5,000 a month when I could be using that towards my mortgage. I'm spending less than three grand on my apartment for two bedrooms. I don't care. I don't care what you think. I am saving money. Sorry. But it's funny that people do say that and they do feel that way about, you know, I think anybody that they see in the public eye. I'm going to listen. I'm going to post Hollywood. I'm going to post the Hamptons. I'm going to post New York. We're going to do one tour of each and then we're going to move on. New York's not ready. It won't be ready. I'm not Melissa Gorgoning this shit and posting it every other day. Yeah. I mean, it's like you post it just to post it and then you move on and good for you. And LA, God, I had a wake up call. It ain't cheap. It's, you know, it ain't cheap. So expensive. Los Angeles is probably, I don't care what people say, LA, San Fran, most expensive. Not more than New York. As far as rents, no, but it's, it's, it is cheaper, but it's more than I would think. I have that arrogance about New York. No, New York is like, I could tell you like studio to studio, one bedroom. It's definitely more, but it ain't cheap. Yeah. It's more in New York city. Okay. But it ain't fucking cheap. I've had a real wake up call myself, real wake up call. Um, well, all right, Kim, I, I think it's true to answer your question. I think it's true. Does anyone care about this? I mean, Lala and James cheated. She was with Randall. He was with Raquel. They cheated with each other. We saw that, you know, on Vanderpump Rules. I don't know. I mean, is that, I guess. I would think that is a big deal because Lala has built her, you know, the past year on essentially alluding to that Randall's just this creepy scoundrel drug addict that also cheated on her all the time. So I would think if, you know, these cheating, you know, this rumor coming out, it's not even a rumor, right? It's confirmed that they cheated and Raquel has said so as well. I would think this hurts Lala in her ongoing custody battle with Randall a little bit, don't you? Well, Randall has a lot of other allegations against him, too. He does. Yeah. I mean, Randall's. Which are real dark. I mean, real dark. Um. Here's the thing. I'm first lost on, I just need to picture Randall. You know, like Kim and I were saying something like, you know, Teresa and Louie, they talk about all the sex they have. And I'm like, I, please stop. I, I cannot picture this. 
Lala and James, I just want to picture that for at least like an hour. Like, think of how hot that is. That is like, I mean, I think Lala's an animal in the bedroom. I think James is an animal in the bedroom. I think they're both really fucking hot. So once I'm over that, um, no, I think it's just, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, in my defense, at this point of this taping, I have not seen the first episode of Vanderpump Rules, but I would like to watch Vanderpump Rules. I still think this season is back. It has a lot of buzz. I'm curious what people thought who saw it. No, I, this doesn't really. Oh my God, I'm please like, let me know. Please let us know. Cause do I I'm need like, to watch? Okay. I've never watched Vanderpump Rules. I've never cared. And I, I, I really try to get into it for you and our audience only, but I just don't give a lick. And I know. And Lisa Vanderpump is everywhere. And by the way, people have come for me on the comments about me. Like, I don't know even what I've said about Lisa Vanderpump, but people are like, leave Lisa Vanderpump out of your mouth about RHLBH. Really? Oh, like, I didn't see that. I'm like, okay. I didn't realize we had such diehard LVP fans. Oh, honey. There's diehard, diehard. They just... Listen, every time I've interacted in the real world with Lisa, she has been nothing short of pleasant to me. So I'm going to base it on that. Very lovely. You know, we have our weekly chats with Kim D and her seven dogs usually go crazy. And everyone's been asking me, why are her dogs so calm lately? Well, it's because I got Kim an ongoing supply of Nom Nom. Really, true story. And now the woke mob, as she calls them, are much calmer. Listen, Nom Nom delivers fresh dog food with every portion that's personalized to your dog's needs. What I love is it's made with real whole food that you can actually see and recognize. It's not like dog mush, the dog food you're used to serving your dog. And it has no additives, no filling. And so your dog is actually eating healthier. Personally, selfishly, I'll do anything to keep Kim's dogs quiet while we record every week. The thing that she loves the best are these meals are nutritious. They use board certified nutritionists for dogs that make fresh food that's then shipped free to your door. Now, and also comes with a money back guarantee. So listen, if your dog is not happy within 30 days, they refund your first order. So right now for 50% off your no risk two week trial, go to trynom.com slash velvet. That's trynom. N is in Nancy, O is in Oliver, N is in Mary.com slash velvet for 50% off. Trynom.com slash velvet. I have to tell you guys, Daily Harvest has really made my life so much easier. You know I can't cook and you know I have no time to go and track down food. This is literally stress-free meals that are delivered right to my front door. And there's a variety of meals too. They have harvest bowls, soups, flatbread, snacks, and the smoothies. They're such easy to prep options that literally you don't have to think twice about where your next meal is coming from. Everything stays in my freezer until I'm ready to enjoy it. And then I just basically take it out, thaw, and prepare. My absolute favorite is their artichoke and spinach flatbread. Daily Harvest is healthy, so even when I am eating the flatbread, I still feel like I'm not cheating. They come right to my front door, and I don't have to prepare anything. That's why I chose Daily Harvest. And the food's really freaking good. So let Daily Harvest do more so you can do less. Go to dailyharvest.com slash velvet to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash velvet for up to $40 off your first box dailyharvest.com slash velvet. It's speaking of, you know, did you like, because you say you tried for Vanderpump to really hard for me, you also tried Summer House. Which did you dislike more, Summer House or Vanderpump Rules? Um, probably, oh, oh, 
It's a tough I, one just, I, I don't care about summer house or winter house, or I don't give a fuck about anyone's house from Bravo. I just don't, I, I don't, I, I honestly, God, like congrats that these shows work. I just do not care. I don't get it. I know it's kind of like real worldy ish, at least to me, Vanderpump, like they, the restaurant or whatever, the restaurant business, you know, I mean, there's a fair amount of drama in the restaurant business anyway. I didn't mind summer house. And I think I watched, I think it was summer house. So anyway, it was, it's okay. I I guess people love it and they continue to renew it. So what do I, I mean, l- listen, it started out horrible. Like I hated it and then I didn't like it. And then they made a cast change and then I kind of liked it. And I think it's gotten really good. Um, the fact that Carl and Kyle, I mean, Carl has quit lover. Listen, listen to me. Carl is dating his best friend, Lindsay. They're yeah. engaged. They are going to be married to me from an outsider. What do I know? I've met Carl many times. I've met Lindsay many times. Lindsay has been on this podcast. Carl has been on this podcast. I really think this is the real deal. I listen, I, I don't know how it works. I would never be friends with someone for a long period of time and then wake up one day. Like, listen, I either want to fuck you when I first meet you, or I think we're going to be great friends, or I want nothing to do with you. I don't really have these sliding scales, but- I think it works when you've been really good friends with someone for forever and you wake up and you're like, holy shit, this is like the love of my life. I think that is the basis for like a real thing. They seem real to me, but Lindsay and Danielle, Danielle had a lot to say about her dating Carl. They ain't friends anymore. Carl leaving lover boy. I know he has all these reasons that like, you know, he's sober and it doesn't fit with his sobriety. That makes sense. And I guess, you know, when someone's running the company and you're like, it's your company. And you know, I, I mean, I get it, but it's kind of shocking that Carl is gone from Loverboy. And I mean, him and Kyle were like best friends. Look, I just think things change when it, the thing is, Lindsay and Amanda have had beef, the two, the wife and the fiance. So that's not, it's also why it's a great season of Summer House where it's going to be. But I think we've seen the real end of Carl. And listen, a reason, a season or a lifetime, right? It's it's okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I have friends that you break up with and it's just, you don't know hard feelings and it's just, this is awful, but we're just going our separate ways. I got to do what I got to do, right? I think it's like that, but it's kind of a little shocking. I don't know. Uh, well, for you that, for you all that watch regularly, um, I could see that. I just think, to me, I've known so many people that have gotten sober and their life changes so significantly, you know, in the best ways. And I cannot see how he could be a lot at all, you know, being a part of a 12 step program, you know, being so open and embracing sobriety and feeling so good. I just don't see how he could even be connected with uh, very hard to do. Not that I do know some people that are sober that work in the business and in bartending and restaurants, but it's very difficult. It's just out of all the industries, right? It's like why. And Carl traveled. That was his job too. He was the face of it when he would travel to Ohio or into and say, Hey, and I mean, the people are there. Yes. They want their picture. Summer house fans. But I mean, everyone is drinking lover boy. That's why he's there. Yeah. So you would buy and it. People, right. They want you to have a drink. They want you to celebrate. They want you to test out the new product, the new flavor. So I could see it probably is the end of a friendship a little bit and the end of a business. I mean, I'm sure he's got a lot of money invested. Carl does. So he said, I'm still an investor in all this. And, but listen, so Lindsay loses, Lindsay loses Danielle. He loses Kyle. I mean, not really, but a little bit. It's like, it's this couple, this coupling has caused, you know, they're just, but they're together till the end. 
So there's that. Um, but, you know, it's going to be a good season. Lots of other things going on. I mean, you know what's really keeping me up more than because I see you have Brittany intervention. And you know what's really shocking? And by the time this comes out, everyone, I need to know what's going on with MGK and Megan Fox. There's there's a Randall tie-in. Randall is the way they met from, from the movie. Really? Oh, that's right. They met on Randall's right. movie. If you were listening, even though you got bored when I told my Randall story and he said, Megan's mad at you. And he met Megan Weaver from Jeff Lewis, even though she wasn't. I thought he was talking about Megan Fox and I almost shit my fucking pants because I'm like, if Megan Fox is mad at me, like my life is over. Like there's no podcast here. She's going to shut my podcast down. Um. I need to know why she did these postings from Lemonade and basically is unfollowed MGK and everybody and then follows Harry Styles and Eminem, his enemy, and I think Justin Bieber. I got to know. Doesn't sound like it's going to end well for these two. I would love to see her with Eminem. I think, oh. They would be so hot together. And so I do see her with a rock star. There's something very Pam Anderson about her. Just so stunning, stunningly beautiful. Um, I, would I, think, I think I never saw Did you? I don't think you ever listened to MGK. MGK did an interview on Howard Stern. He's very young. He has so much trauma from his childhood. Oh, like my what God. What type of trauma? I think oh, he is so fucking hot. Sad. He's so well, hot. His parents were basically in a religious cult and his mother like left him when he when he was a little boy, like four or five years old, took off to be in this religious cult, whatever the fuck calling she had and left him with his father to raise him. And the father was a mess, too. So I think it was like aunts and uncles and grandparents. He kind of bounced around. Look, that will mess you up right there. That's a lifetime of therapy of figuring out why would my mother do this? And, you know, years they were estranged and she showed up. Now, I don't, you know, I'm sure a lot was going on with her psychologically to do that. She showed up to a concert, like backstage, to reunite with him. And well, that's sort of obviously, how... when your son is MGK, you, you, you seem to want back in. And isn't that terrible after all that? And then you only want back in because he's famous. Now, I can't. Um, I thought it was a different reason. I thought it was money. I mean, people sit over oh. here and judge me and you when we say that we love money. Everybody oh, loves money. Money is the root of like all evil and all greatness. It's like, so yeah, I think she's thrilled that he's famous, but I think she came for like a fucking payday. Lenny Dykstra, the very famous um, Mets player, once told me in an interview, people who say that money is the root of all evil have never had money. And it I love is, it. I love I it, know. baby. Lenny, Lenny Dykstra's a total, he's a trip. But anyway, so I, I've to me, when I heard that, and, you know, he's very much he's done so many drugs. He's kind of semi. So he got a little bit sober with Pete Davidson and he supports Pete Davidson because Pete Davidson, like almost was suicidal over drug use. So stop. It's really like to me, I want to like mother MGK and their relationship was very mothering. Like she was kind of because Megan Fox is a mom to three children. I just don't think the dynamic worked. It was very, like, obviously very hot, hot sex. They're gorgeous. They're in Hollywood. All those things seem great, but I'm sure he has a lot that he's still working through. And then to be famous, I don't know. I just, I feel like she needs to be with someone else. And I I want, I don't know. I want him to be, to get all the help he needs to be a great person. Well, it seems like she cheated. Um, I don't think she's going back to Brian Austin Green, who has a new, you know, newborn with Shauna. And um, 
Randall Emmett, you know, another one of your matches that I guess just doesn't have the distance. Randall, I'm sorry. Pretty much shocked. Um, shocked. Did you think? Did you think MGK and and Megan Fox were going to get married? I never really thought about it. I really feel because you know I always say nothing shocks me, which is true. I mean, if I really think of what shocked me and like even the Bravo world, Erica Jane, not everything that happened the day she announced her divorce from Tom on E, that shocked the hell out of me. That did. Yeah. Now all we had a lot of things happen afterwards, but don't think about it when we when she announced that we didn't have all the scandal and sh- all that didn't come to later that shocked me the fact that i sat here all season and i stand by it and i said ramona and luann will keep their jobs and leah and sonia morgan and ebony will be fired which i stand by from season 13 and then we have two ronies i mean that shocked me the second one never happening and is not going to happen that doesn't shock me i called that from the first minute but the fact that we had an announcement of two ronies well i didn't see that one coming so those are two things that truly shocked me i guess this doesn't shock me i mean just because of their age, they did seem kind of similar. Yeah, I think she needs like a nice, calm guy after this. But Eminem is like sober, got his shit together. His daughter, Haley, just got engaged. Seems Is engaged he hot with- enough for her, though? I mean, Brian Austin Green is hot as fucking hell. And so is MGK. Is, does, does, does Eminem keep himself in shape over there? Eminem's hot. And Eminem, I mean, you know, there's a star, you know? I mean, MGK's a star, too, but not... I mean, Eminem is like a star, star, he's, you know. Do you know who's, do you know who's, what? Well, I was going to say, uh, Brielle Beerman is hot for MGK too. I mean, for, um, for him and Eminem, those are her favorites. She told me, I'm just saying. I don't blame her. I mean, there's both attraction. I, I just, I mean, I, I don't have any tolerance for the drugs. Like I can't like, sorry, I go to bed at nine. Like, what are you going to do? Cocaine stay up by yourself. I'm sure you're going to be with someone else. Sorry. I got to get my beauty rest. So I can't, you know, so Eminem is more attractive to me because that man's like sober now. I think he's like going to bed at 10, you know, and he's probably watching White Lotus season two. So I'm down for him, but I'm not shocked that they're not together. There's, there's a lot of good celebrity dirt though, this past week. Well, we're going to have to talk about it on our next show because we are out of time. Love everybody. Um, yeah, we, we got a lot to get to, but that's, and we can talk a little bit more about Brittany, but that's it. I feel bad for Randall and, you know, sorry, it didn't work out, Randall. Um, everyone should follow you at the Sarah Fraser. So see, I was very calm today. I was very calm the whole time. You were, you were, you were wonderful. Yeah. I did, I got a one-star review on my podcast and it said, Sarah, you are a strong woman who always has a voice. Get a backbone and stop letting David Yontif interrupt you. Yeah, they always think I interrupt you. I really don't interrupt you. I interrupted you today, so there you go. I mean, I I don't think you do. I I don't know why people. I love hearing what you have to say, and our relationship is so easy. Until and it's such built on such honesty. I what I adore the most about you is like David and I always have all these adventures and business ideas, and David will call me and he'll go you don't want to go in business with me. I'm going to save you from me. And I go, that's a true friend. That's a good friend. Yeah. This, this works fine. I've worked with people before. It won't end well. It won't end well. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm saving you from me. It's like a real friend, like a friend of mine from high school now is starting to have feelings for this other friend. It's a long story. They dated like a thousand years ago. And she's just like, you know, we'll, we'll sacrifice the friendship if we like, I'm like, yeah, actually you will. So, I mean, I don't know what you want from me. So that's like this. It won't end well. I want to be friends with you because I adore you and you've helped me so much with my business and my confidence. And that is most important to me. So I, no problem. We don't need to go into business. I would rather be friends with you. 
and we do this and it's great. Okay. Um, we're going to have another show very soon, Sarah. Yes. Bye, David. Love you much. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.